think now it's really a chance to show the whole world basically everything that's going on. I think we, we got some pretty exciting stuff uh, lined up. Hello, and welcome to Harp Column Podcast, taking you behind the stories in Harp Column from a practical harpist's perspective. My name is Christina Finch, and I will be your guide to all things harp. Music for today's episode comes from the newest album by today's guest, titled An Alternative Soundtrack to the Motion Picture The Red Turtle, Remy Van Kesteren. Every two years, there's a harp festival and competition held in the Netherlands called the Dutch Harp Festival and World Harp Competition. Because of the pandemic, like so many festivals and competitions, the Dutch Harp Festival was forced to postpone their event. This year, they're making their triumphant return with an all-new hybrid digital live format that will allow people from all around the world to easily participate for the first time. I asked Artistic Director Remy Van Kesteren to give us a little history of the festival and how it all came together this year. The Dutch Harp Festival is actually a student initiative. We started out about 12 years ago with a group of students, harp students mostly, we're all having experiences with international competitions, actually, and all having sort of mixed emotions with these events. We were missing maybe a more festive experience with all these competitions. So what I really loved about international competitions is getting to meet all, all your people the same age, but coming from all different places in the world, preparing, having the same struggles with your instrument and with the repertoire and meeting the jury members who are usually people you look up to. But I didn't like the, the competitive aspect as much. Still see it as a sort of necessary evil because in a way you could argue that the entire music industry is a sort of competition and competitions could be a way of, of sort of creating an equal ground for everyone, for new talents to pop up. But it comes, I, I believe, with a, a big responsibility to make it as honest and transparent and open as possible. And for the candidates, their benefit should be in the first place. Uh, that's what I strongly believe. And the, the, the most important thing, I think, is to, is to meet each other, to make music together, to be inspired. And that's why, from the beginning, we thought we needed to combine it with a festival to make the competition really a festive experience and let music come first and then uh, all, the other, all the other stuff uh, is... Uh, of lesser importance. We host our competition and festival every two years and our, uh, our newest edition would have taken place last year, which for obvious reasons was postponed. And I think where last year was mostly uh, all the things you can't do were sort of on, on the top of our head now. I think everyone is looking for, okay, but what are things we can do? And obviously uh, a solution was to to go online. All of us harpists, <laughs> I'm sure I've had our, our own personal struggles with streams and uh, making content online. So I wasn't excited about it from, from the beginning because for me, the meeting artists live, listening to music live, it's such a unique experience. And I think that's a beautiful thing. It's something we, we sort of discover how we miss this and how important it is for all of us. 
at the same time, I, I think it's so important for for our culture, for our art, uh, for harpists to show we are we're still here and we make beautiful things and so many beautiful music is being created and it needs to be heard. And now, yeah, the means is an online event. And the upside of such an event is that it's easier than ever to visit us, to see what we've got. And for us to show that I think what we created is, is quite a unique and special event. And it is known in the Netherlands and some people from abroad uh, travel to, to us. Also, we're not competing or because they like what we do. But I think now it's really a chance to show the whole world, basically, everything that's going on. And uh, I think we, we got some pretty exciting stuff uh, lined up. The Dutch Harp Festival and World Harp Competition are scheduled to happen this year, 2021, on May 15th and 16th. The schedule was recently released, and it's easy to say that there is literally something for everyone, including the four finalists of the World Harp Competition. Tara Minton from Australia, Grace Ropke from the USA, Uno Alexander Vesci from Norway, and Rami Weiner from the Netherlands. Each will present a unique program that isn't to be missed. And you can cast your own vote to help choose the winner of the Audience Award. There's so much more to see than just these four amazing harpists, though. Remy and the Dutch Harp Festival team have curated a really cool collection of performers and presentations. I'll let Remy tell you a little more. Lots of people I'm excited for, and I'm happy we were able to get most of the, the program we had initially well, planned to present for everyone. Of course, there were some challenges, definitely. I wanted to do as much as possible live because I think nothing competes with the live experience, even on a stream. I, I know we have many live streams which are actually pre-recorded and it makes it easier, less stressful, etc. But you also miss this sort of urgency. And for me, that's really important. So I thought, okay, let's not go for the easy roads, but make it a live festival. It's really it's going on 15th and 16th of May. So we have two actual live streams, two different halls set up with a program that is sort of like we had planned. And then all the artists we who are not able to travel to the Netherlands, some of them are. So we have some artists from France and Switzerland, and, well, European countries, but well, people from the States or, or, or Canada or Australia or Norway, Mexico even, like uh, who can't uh, come here. We made teams, film crews in all of these places and they made really high quality videos because I didn't want just another event with like in our like how we're talking now in this zoom session with a harp in my studio it, it it's nice but i wanted it to have the quality that we like to present when people also come to our festival Playing in the in, in the festival is is for instance my dear colleague here from the Netherlands, Lavinia Meyer, who, who plays uh, the, the Philip Glass and, and now the beautifully 
Uh, we have a whole harp orchestra which is playing uh, the Riley in C with permission of, of Mr. Terry Riley himself. Uh, I'm very proud of that. We made the, the adaptation for an only harp uh, version. But for instance, through the stream, we also have artists like Mary Lattimore, who is an artist I greatly admire, who comes more from the indie side, or Lea, which is a very experimental duo from New York. I'm really excited to, to see what they, they have in stock for us. But also Laura Paridin, which was a French jazz harpist who plays the chromatic harp, which is, I think, a sight in itself to behold. It's not so often that you get to see the chromatic harp. She, she had one made for her, I think. And it's it's really a beautiful instrument, and and the harmonies that she can do playing this instrument, and how smooth the um, she transitions between keys, it's it's remarkable. And also, she has no pedals, so she has uh, her feet free to actually press other pedals. So she's doing a lot of effects, uh, loops, um, reverbs, delays. Uh, really excited for. Her. Uh, also, she sings beautifully. It's, I think that that's one. That's one artist I definitely wouldn't want to miss. And she's coming live to, uh, to the festival itself. Tom Manger, I'm, I'm really excited about him. He's uh, the harpist of Florence and the Machine, this big rock band that's touring, uh, well, not, not at the moment, of course, but um, that's why he had some time on his hands and he's, he's pretty nervous. That's funny, right? Like playing arenas all the time. And now he's nervous to, to play uh, a solo set with his electronics. And what I always like, we, we usually have our opening of the festival is usually, usually one of the, the highlights of the festival, at least for me, because within an hour, we, we try to present as many different aspects of the, of the harp. Usually I, I, I ask all the, the artists who are playing on the festival to pr present something very small and we choreograph everything into, you could say, one piece. And it's really going from... This time the Aragetto by Mahler and then suddenly to a metal harpist playing with a drums uh, set to a harpist playing with, with with a dancer and then a harp sextet. And yeah, it's it's one surprise after the other. It's really, uh, I think also this year it's going to be pretty spectacular. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there, there's so there's so much. <laughs> you got the Dutch Harp Festival email blast that went out last week, but there was one item in the email that I knew I had to ask Remy about. I'll let him spill the beans, but suffice it to say, this announcement has some awesome potential to reshape the accessibility of the harp for students of all economic backgrounds. It's something that, that for me is very important, or actually for the festival, is that we want to bring the harp forward as much as we can um, so this is by presenting the harpist but it's also about well about anything that's related to harp and a few years ago I was I got a phone call by Marco de Souza he's a Brazilian Dutch uh, beautiful guy uh, who is the director of it's called the learning orchestra and this is an uh, this is an organization that is trying to get as many kids, and especially kids who have who don't have the resources uh, to play an instrument, so it's actually one, in one of the suburbs here in Amsterdam, where I live. I guess to some extent you could compare it to the El Sistema, which was in Venezuela, uh, but it's different in a way that they really want to give all the 
or as many students as possible, an actual instrument. And Marco called me because he said the problem was that all these kids coming from all over the world, having, having I mean, being born here, but their parents basically coming from a, a, any single country you can imagine, they all wanted to play harp. And he said, this is a beautiful thing, but it's also a problem because harps are so expensive. And is there any solution we could think of? We should try and make a solution because these the cheapest harps are like, I don't know, $1,300, $1,500 or something like that. And uh, for that amount, you could easily buy 10 violins. But I don't want them to play violin. I want them to play harp. So then we sort of start brainstorming. I said, well, basically, you, you would want like an IKEA harp, like a, a very simple harp that you could even, you know, put together yourself. And, uh, and quite quickly, I thought of Joris Bates, who the harp world knows a little bit through his uh, Delta harp. He's really someone who thinks outside the box. But he immediately took up on a challenge and said, okay, let's go. He involved his, his old uh, university where he studied and graduated. And they had some students who were excited to get into this subject. And they investigated every single part of the small harp and looked for cheaper solutions, easier solutions, how they could cut the wood more efficiently, and get it all from one piece of wood. And they came up with the, well, the, the harp E, uh, the harp E, and that's the harp we're going to present during the festival. And it is literally a harp you built yourself. So you get the components and the tuning is, that will take a lot of time, but you can imagine how much man hours you save by presenting it this way. And also every single element they sort of reimagined. And we have now 10 harps, harps built of this new uh, Thing and they look pretty impressive and they sound actually quite good even more so they are also have an electronic component so they can be amplified you can put effects on it it's super cool it's not too cheap yet but the next order is going to be 300 harps and of course making it in such a much bigger order the, the price will drop again yeah we're really really excited and quite proud to present this thing that we helped to uh, yeah create with the with the festival That's it for today's episode of Harp Column Podcast. Many thanks to Remy van Kesteren for joining us today. The Dutch Harp Festival runs from May 15th to 16th, 2021, and is more accessible than ever this year with a pay-as-you-like digital pass. Visit the Dutch Harp Festival website at harpfestival.nl to learn more and to register today. Music for today's episode comes from Remy's 2020 album, an alternative soundtrack to the motion picture The Red Turtle. To learn more about Harp Column, please visit www.harpcolumn.com and subscribe today to gain access to current and past issues, as well as a lot of great web content. My name is Dr. Christina Finch, and we at Harp Column hope that you have a wonderful week. <laughs>